Alrighty, and welcome back to the show. Episode ninety two. Nice. Yes. Glad you had that on uh tap. Yes, I just pulled up my the Google Doc. Um we have taken a break for the holidays and we're now back. Yes. This is probably the quickest return from a holiday we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, we, t- we typically take the holidays off plus like six extra weeks. Yeah, then we're like, oops, <laughs> we got to keep doing this. Where did our audience go? Oh. Um, yeah, no. But we, uh, did you have a good holiday? Yeah, it was good. I ran a ha- You know what sucks? Hmm. I ran a half marathon for uh, in Atlanta. I was I brought the medal. But I left it in my office right before I got in my car. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so I'd be like, Haha, look, I'm a award-winning runner. The longest time, r- longest distance I've ever run, ever. Thank you to my sister for uh, suggesting, requesting that we run that together. Well, and you also, you've now run a further distance than I've ever tried. I've never taken a stab at a half. It's, uh, there's a breaking point. And then you're like, I can do this. It's fine. We'll get it done. But there's a moment where your brain's just like, this sucks. Don't do it. Stop. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Yeah. Uh, Why have I elected to do this? Yeah. For Caroline, it was mile eight. Uh, for me, it was mile three. <laughs> 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 so I had my breaking point very early on. <laughs> and then he snapped and just powered through. Yeah. Well, it was more, I, uh, the guy who's running with Caroline and I, uh, had offered like, hey, I got these little caffeine gummies. They're they're, they're helpful. They'll oh yeah, were they like goose or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love whatever. those things. And so I was like, all right, my right foot's numb, the left foot's going numb. Let's just pop one of these and see if I get some blood flowing. Mm-hmm. And it did, I think, because my feet stopped being numb. And I was like, all right, we can do this. We got <laughs> this. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's use PED. <laughs> you use PEDs when you're not competing for first. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, but it was good. Uh, I've now run all over Atlanta and it was really disheartening when I was running around. I was like, Oh, there's the Ikea. Oh, that's Atlantic station. Oh no, I'm not even where close. <laughs> I have so far to go. <laughs> yeah. I want to get in shape and do it again. Do it with you next year. Yeah. Five see day training that, worked. <laughs> yeah. See if that happens. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the five-day training for your half, the five-day training for my triathlon. Exactly. Like, Stop tr- drinking. Drink water. That is pretty much all we both did. Whoops. We made it. Uh, that's the athlete in us. Mm-hmm. We still got that athletic dog in us. We got, got that Mickey Mantle gene. Just uh, able to pick it up and go. <laughs> I was listening to some, uh, like a clip from a podcast came out about Mickey Mantle. Apparently, dude was just wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, they found some... Uh, there was some home game where they had all the players like write a note and they were going to put it up on the big screen and they said, we can't use your note. <laughs> we will not be putting it up there. It was thought to be gone. They found a copy of it and it's just horrendous. <laughs> what did it say? It's talking about his favorite memory at the stadium. And his favorite memory was him. Uh, I think he'd pulled something. So it was him under the bleachers with a girl. And he pulled well, a leg muscle. something else. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing something else, uh, and it's just crass and crude. And since we're only three minutes in, I'm not going to say it yet. You know what I can't wait for is the fact that one day we're going to have sponsors, and we're going to have to be like, "All right, start the egg timer for five minutes because exactly. we can't. We got to give some separation between what we just said and okay. the ad read." God, yeah, I I do need to show you the art the yard ad reads recently. They have been. Is that the guys who sit in the back in the backyard in the attic? Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of I would love to kind of absolutely be mimic, so cool slightly there. mimic that setup. Absolutely, I've got an attic. I've got too many windows. Yeah, I've got an attic. We could probably figure it out. There we go. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, how's your holiday been? That was good. We got good. some more work on, done on the moped. It still mm. is not complete. Mm. How how much work was done on the moped? Because the picture I saw. Looked like you were starting from scratch, essentially. <laughs> well, at least the motor wasn't just the motor sitting on a table. Mm-hmm. We we took the motor, added the intake piping, the carburetor, the exhaust, and then we mounted it back into the frame. Wow. <laughs> I still have to assemble the transmission. Oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I got to rebuild the front wheel hub, the rear wheel hub, the transmission that attaches the, to the rear wheel hub, and then I got to finish cutting the frame up. I'm gifting you my summer car on Steam. Because <laughs> it's just, it's the exact same thing you're doing. <laughs> but more of a hassle somehow. Well, it's because I have to drive an hour to work on it. That's true. It's an even more incredible hassle. Oh, man. Well, one day. And it's still going to be slow when it's finished. Oh, no. One day it'll be finished, though. Mm-hmm. Not anytime soon, but one day. We're actually getting kind of close. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, All right. Probably four more trips where I'm doing it most of the day. I feel like you said that four trips ago, and then eight trips before that. Admittedly, the need to press in bearings and like the <laughs> oh, having no. to... The having to go, all right, we got to pause for today, and I got to mm. go take this to a machine shop. Mm. And delayed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where there was like times where I was like, okay, we got two hours in, and then let's go pull tr- uh, limbs down from trees and clean up the yard. There you go. Because there's nothing else we can do on this for the trip. <laughs> oh, man. So there has been a bit of that. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. As 280D ADHD people, I feel like that's easy to. You're on track for one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all we can do now. So let's do something else. Yeah. And like today, perfect example. We yep. had to stop by Ace on the way back from brunch because I needed four bolts because the bolts I had don't fit anymore. Oops. Because I put on beefier components that don't have the same thicknesses. They're now Going dummy thick. thickness. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Let's see. We've so got a we... ton of news. Yes. I I added just a shit ton of stuff yes i was bored at work there's no one does no, no one, one does, does work thanks, thanksgiving work actually i worked so much leading up to thanksgiving wow i actually was kind of stunned mm. um admittedly i also golfed on tuesday mm. so i worked like two full days worth of work on monday right in order to break away fair okay i think i would like to propose that uh thank uh thanksgiving should be a week off should be a week off, but also the second half of December should also just be, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Closed down. Everyone's closed down. No one's coming to the office. It is kind of wild because Germany, Italy, and like a lot of what we consider to be, well, I don't consider Italy to be an economic beacon, but yeah. Italy takes off the entire three months of summer. They, yeah. uh, that might be too much. That might the, be too much, but it'd be nice. There is, like, historical evidence that you should not buy Ferraris built in September because they're just back in the shop for the first oh, time no. in a while. But um, oh. the Germans do, like, full-week holidays and yeah. stuff. And they do four-day work weeks. Yep. And everybody's a lot more sane over there. It's wild. Mm-hmm. No burnout. No quiet quitting. Yep. Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, I mean, most people aren't working at work anyway. It's true. Yeah. A lot of your, a lot of your time is just... Looking like you're working. Honestly, if you gave me four 10-hour days, I'd get more done. Yeah. Because I'd have a lot less, like, I'm sitting here just to sit here. Yeah. I can still see a few sitting here just to sit here, though. Just because oh, yeah. 10 hours is a long time. Ten, Yeah. But if I have one less day to be in the office. Yeah. You'd get more shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd be able okay. to just go, okay, here's more. Like, I can get, I've got more stuff that I have to do all at once. Yeah. And then my deadline's now a little shorter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, because a big thing I run into is I'm like, well, it's the middle of the workday, and I've just got to wait on somebody else's email, and they don't get back to me for two days, and like, like you get three of those stacked up, and you're just like, I'm sitting in my office because I'm supposed to sit in my office. Yeah, but boy, is there nothing happening? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Everything's out of my court. Yep. That's tough. Mm Hmm. Um, Anyways, news. Let's see. What yeah. news would you like to cover? Um, let's see. They just dropped Vox Machina Season 2's trailer. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Which looks... Looks great. Yeah. Here I'm pretty bucked for that to come back. Same here. When is Invincible coming back? As a side note. Eventually. It's been greenlit, and yeah. I think they've pretty much finished the, the audio recording. Yeah. I just, While we're like, talking, I'll Google it and make sure okay. I'm not speaking out of my ass. It just feels like that Invinci- Invincible Season 1 came out so long ago. And just, I haven't heard any news since. It was so good. Um, that was on Amazon as well, right? It was. Yeah, because yeah, we kept on making jokes about how uh, Amazon has a ton of shows about evil Superman. Oh, yeah. That's true. 
the boys. Uh, renewed. Invincible. It's been renewed for a third season. Yeah. Um, Where's the second? Invincible air date. When will it air? September 2022. No confirmations. <laughs> Could have told you that. Yeah. Like, well, kind of figured that one. Hmm. They just have nothing. Likely won't get any news until at least 2023. Wild. Is the only thing I'm saying. But given the size of the voice cast and the fact that they're all pretty heavy hitters. Yeah, they're all probably very busy. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've got Vox Machina. I would argue, I'd like for it to come back sooner because I want more good content. Yeah. But I'd argue if you're Amazon and you have the boys, you, like, you've kind of got this wheelhouse locked down. Yeah. I might not push it either. Like, you, you're watching Disney come apart at the seams oh, they're, God, yeah. because of over-releasing. Yeah, they're shitting out content. Yeah, why would you not look at that and go, maybe we pump the brakes, make sure it's all down pat. Yeah, I, I think there's something to be said, though, on just like, you have a hype train. You got to keep can't it on that. some I sort mean, of a track. The yeah. other end of the spectrum is Avatar 2 just now releasing yeah. 12 years later. Have you heard what James Cameron said, was talking about it, or was saying about it? I've seen some of his tweets, yes. Just that it needs to be the third or fourth highest grossing movie ever to be profitable. Mm-hmm. You fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. shouldn't be the case, my guy. Now. I don't think it's going to do it. What I'm wondering is, does this movie, does it need to hit that because 12 years have been put into it and... They've overextended. You know, like, is that budget amortized over that entire time? Well, it's probably probably a little bit of that, and also just the fact that they have three more sequels lined up after that, and they well, probably put money. Like, they probably put yeah. money into those, so it's like, all right, yeah, for this one to be profitable to cover all the all the costs we've had so far. That's kind of what I'm wondering: yeah. is are you? Because I bet I almost guarantee that this single movie does not need to be that singularly profitable. I mean, for itself, but I'm thinking that there's some cost that's they did come up with a shared. whole new way of uh, doing CGI in water for this movie. Mm-hmm, but they announced I'm sure that that's six expensive. years ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, like well, then yeah, it's, they've, it's they've been working been a, on it for a long time. They're yeah. just burning money. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. is this going to be one of those where the studio writes off a large number of this because they go, "We get to use this for a ton of other movies." Maybe. Um, yeah, like he's probably right. Like, in order for it to be exactly the splash that he wants it to be, it probably does have to be yeah almost as good as what Avatar One did. But that was kind of a. I'm yawning like a fiend. I'm sorry if this is coming in through the mics. Uh, yeah, it's. I feel like it. Well, it's not raining, but I thought I heard it raining. It might have just been the wind blowing some leaves. But it's it's been a quiet sat Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just it's just the daintiest Sunday. Um, but yeah. yeah, you definitely got to wake up. You got yoga after this. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I got to go work out. Um, let's see. You got anything else on the Avatar thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's gonna get there. I don't care about the blue baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you remember any of the cast members from the first? Jake one? Sully. Yep. I oddly remember a lot of their names. I didn't. Uh, I saw Jake Sully, Natiri. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a uh, a YouTuber, Jack's Films, going around when Avatar 2 was like getting announced again recently. And he was inter- doing man-on-the-street stuff on like a pier in California. He was like, name anyone from the first Avatar movie, and I'll give you 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Anyone. No one could do it. Dude, uh, you see, I've listened to podcasts yeah. for years that have been ripping on this movie, and they're like, I don't remember the name char- main character's name. And I've just always been like, that chick's only. Like, yeah. It, for I, whatever I reason, now, it's but, been stuck yeah. in my head this entire time. And I'm like, I don't understand how people forgot the names so easy. Yeah. I mean, I forgot it. And his name is my name. <laughs> it's I tough. I didn't put that together. <laughs> <laughs> about Jake's? And I forgot him. Oh, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's tough. I don't think it had... It had some staying power, but I think it's overstayed its welcome. And now we've all looped back around and it's kind of a... Meh. Uh, you know, it's yeah, it's done the same thing the Black Adam did. Yeah, it overhyped itself, died down, overhyped, died down. Exactly. Just repeatedly. Um, 
we were supposed to have we were do you know what movie what avatar movie from the original release schedule we should be expecting to come out this holiday season i would guess the fourth Yep. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. been we, 12 years. I was guessing, I was assuming there'd be like four. Every, yeah, every two to three years. Yeah. We were expecting to get the fourth movie out this year, God damn. roughly. Out of five as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you punt it for COVID, we should still be getting the third out right now and not exactly. the second. God. Yeah, and they're they're talking like it has, it has to be third or fourth highest to be profitable and to even green light the next three. Otherwise, they're just going to kill it. They're going to pull the plug if if it doesn't do well. I don't think it's going to do well. That would be insane to red light this project. Like, yeah, it would just be. I I think it's I think it's more on James Cameron's side than the studio as well. I'm sure the studio is like we're going to. I bet he spent a lot of money on this one. I'm sure James Cameron's just like, look, if people don't like this, I'm not going to have fun making the next one, and I'm not going to do it. And fair, he's also been a bit of an asshole on Twitter about it. Oh, for sure. Maybe don't take forever to come out with a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, let's see. We've got Ticketmaster ongoing since 1999. Yes. Yeah. Looking to get... I love that Ticketmaster had an issue with Taylor Swift's ticket sales. And Congress was like, we're going to step in now because we're upset about this too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't get our kids tickets, you bastards. I mean, well... Meanwhile, uh, there's all sorts of other things they should be looking into. I think it was Pearl Jam's band came and talked before Congress in like 1998 about mm-hmm. how Ticketmaster was a monopoly that needed to be regulated. So like 25 years later, oops, we're still making the same argument about it. Yeah. It blows my mind. It's wild. I mean, it's because they merged again and again. They've merged like two or three times. Yeah, every time something else has come up that's been yeah. able to diversify the market ticket master absorbs them a couple yep. a little bit later real quickly it's pretty wild but yeah it's it was insane people waiting five to six hours mm-hmm. for paying dumb amount of money too oh yeah the tickets were insane it's absurd i've heard people paying over a thousand dollars for yeah. taylor swift tickets yeah no don't do it she's not that she's she's a good singer she'll go back on tour again i'm yeah. almost certain yeah exactly she's not that good like, yeah don't say that. The Swifties are, are ruthless. And the Swifties can have at it. <laughs> no, there is. Is there a musician alive you think that is worth a thousand dollars? No. Exactly. No. It yeah. is not. A, it's not a shot at Taylor Swift if it's hit such an astronomical number that I'm like, it'd be one thing if I was like, man, I like Rise Against enough. I'd pay a thousand dollars to see. It. No, yeah. no, there's no. no one on earth that I think is worth a thousand dollars. And if. You're talking about the size of the stadium, mm. the number of the shows. Yep. Because we're talking Super Bowl ticket prices. Oh, yeah. For Super bowl st- size stadiums, the difference is the Super Bowl happens once a year, and maybe once every 15 years, your team's in it. Exactly. So, like... You don't have a reason to go otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. So, supply and demand would dictate these should be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should be cheaper, and Ticketmaster pumped them up as well. I'm oh, sure Taylor Swift yeah, yeah. also had a hand in like, well, like base price here. Sia sent out a tweet about an upcoming concert, and she was like, tell me what you guys yeah. are making so I can figure out how low I can set these. Right. Like, hmm. musicians are kind of starting to oh, yeah. push back against it. Well, because they're like, this looks bad on us now. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what I like is that they're not like, oh, it's actually Ticketmaster, not us. Like, they're actually going, yeah. let's try and fix it on our end first. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It, the music industry's wild. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. Ugh. It's another thing Billy Bean wrote. <laughs> God damn you, Billy Bean. Have I got have I gone on a tirade about the music yeah. industry one? Uh maybe not the music industry one. It used Go to be it. uh recording studios would only send the bands that they liked, which is how you got recording studios oh, that yeah. were known for particular sounds. Yep. Um and now that Spotify and all these apps have allowed them to paint by the numbers a lot more transparently, yeah. your top 40 list used to be much more diverse because it was the top 40 things that were promoted by recording studios. Right. Now it's the top 40 things promoted by listens, which means if you're listening to this, you're probably the, listening to... the algorithm assumes you like this noise, so it p- gives you something similar to it. And we've basically, even if people are like, ah, oh, man, 
Why does nothing sound like rock and roll anymore? Well, it's because you get pigeonholed into yeah. the algorithm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're now stuck on pigeons playing ping pong, which is a band name. Ah. <laughs> I only got there because you said pigeonholed. Ah. My brain went there. Yeah. No, no. I, I got how you got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another good band, I too. I figured but... it was one of those like Rainbow Kitten Surprise where I, it do, it sounds like it, it could be a uh, strain of weed or yeah. a band. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> a little calm, eh? <laughs> Um. So yeah, take a master's crazy. I'm gonna skip the LeBron one because it what there's just a bunch of things coming out of LeBron lying actively on camera. But oh, it yeah. works better if I show you the video or you've seen the video. And I don't. Remember I have it. not. No. I don't remember where it started either. Which so none of that helps. Anyways, maybe we'll talk about it another time. The uh, Margot Robbie one though is yeah. wild. Uh. That was one of the ones, if I had, had found time to do a solo episode, I was going to talk on. Yeah. Disney nixing a female-led Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that means they're going to bring Johnny Depp back? I feel like that's what they're clearing the water to do. Maybe. It feels like we were going to go off on do our own thing in this universe, but if we're going to get him back, we might as well just stick to the plan. Maybe, because Margot Robbie states in her interview something along the lines of we had a script that we really liked and Disney decided that that was not the route they wanted to go. Right. Which would indicate there's another route they want to go, which could be the Johnny Depp thing. Yeah. Which if I'm Margot Robbie, I'm like, bring back Johnny Depp and let's do pirate uh, pirates of the Caribbean, you know, my movie and we make a Caribbean universe. Yeah. Like I'd be put, I'd, From what I understand, I think there was a moment where it was, we still want to do a movie with you. And Margot Robbie was like, I don't want to do that movie with you. Yeah. Is just kind of my context. Did you get the same feeling or? I do. I I did get that feeling for sure. Yeah. I agree with you on the, uh, the, like, making a Pirates universe. It feels like, you know, it's weird that they red lit this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of just like putting on ice for a bit, like let's, that, yeah, let's yeah, pump that, out that a giant like a... one, see what public opinion is, and then we can pump yours out. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm with you. Like it, it's a little bit of a weird move, for sure. I, Disney's having a lot of weird moves right now. They just fired Bob Chapek. Yeah, and brought bringing... back Bob Iger. Yeah, which I'm actually kind of buck about because I've been... battled the Bobs. I enjoyed the Bob Iger years. Yeah, I agree. Uh, apparently, Bob Chapek is. Just is very much a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. So he's good there, but he wasn't good in other areas. Yeah, he's team Billy Bean, so I'm okay with him. Yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a running gag that I hate Billy Bean. <laughs> You're going to need to rename the podcast. <laughs> the anti-Billy Bean show. The anti-Bean. <laughs> the Bean Bellion. <laughs> uh, bean Speeds. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, There's so many Bean puns we can come up with. Yes. Also, holy crap, Fast X. Yeah. That, they really have just let that shit go. <laughs> More so than I was on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Though, I would make the argument for what those movies bring in, because there's a pretty guaranteed insane numbers they put up. Can you look up what Fast 9 made? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to do that on my phone? I will do it on my phone. The problem is with our computer setup is we have three monitors and no way to no com- way to access it. Yeah, no comfortable way to reach the keyboard. Because um, we I have we have their budget. It'd be interesting to see what their box office was. Yeah, I'll check Fast Eight. Sounds if you're good. You're pulling up Fast yeah, Nine. Already. I got Fast Nine right there. Okay, cool. So Fast Nine had a budget of uh, two hundred million dollars. Which is a lot, and it pulled in seven hundred twenty-six million. So if you do the budget, double it for marketing, that would mean the Fast Nine true budget was like four million dollars. That seems a little high, mm-hmm. but maybe it was. Uh, they still made, you know, not double their money back, but close to. So yeah, I can see why they'd take the risk of. All right, let's see. Let's yeah. just pump as much money into this as we can. And Fast Eight, same thing. Two seventy, double it. Right yeah. around five hundred, um, and it brought in one point two billies. Oh wow! Yeah, that brought in a lot more. Damn. Yeah. So like, 
I can see the idea of you almost brought in double. Yeah. They're probably hoping they'll do the same thing on Fast 10, the mm-hmm. last one, quote-unquote, allegedly. Yeah, so there's no way. They're going to yeah. keep on bringing those in. Who knows? Um, but it does not speak well to like the fact that the director left fairly early on, and uh, Vin Diesel was having those very cringy little vlog moments. Oh, yeah. Way early on. Forgot about that a little bit. But... Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how fast ten turns out. Fast X. Yeah, um, we're we're gonna need gonna there's need only this. so much family. I don't understand how much family can cost that. How family can cost that much? Have you seen the uh, video of family, well, family, family, family? family. Yeah. family. <laughs> you know the funny thing. Do you know who did that video? No, who. Uh, Donut Media, who is like the car modification channel that I follow. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so they, yeah, like pre- pretty hilarious overlap that that, became, that went so viral. It They're like, picture if Road and Track or Car and Driver, some of these like old legacy automotive media groups yeah. suddenly was all run by mid-20s and early 30-year-olds. That That's what Donut okay. Media is. I can see that. I can see how that would get. To the way it did. Yeah. That's fun though. <laughs> I'm here for that. They like one of bringing the millennials. A couple of their uh, segments they do yeah. is the money is money pit where they take uh, cars like Miatas or something yeah. and they sink in a ton of money. Oh. and see like okay, they like they took a six thousand dollar Miata, put twenty seven thousand dollars worth of parts on it. What? Uh, bracing, custom ECUs, turbo kits, etc. <laughs> And they were like, was it worth it? And the guy's like, mathematically, no. <laughs> my, my smiles while driving, yes. <laughs> uh, I feel like all of them are going to be mathematically no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like they, the other one that I think is actually better for most people to watch is yeah. called High Low, mm. where they put all of the cheapest versions of a part onto a car and all of the most expensive versions ah. of a part onto a car and they to see. see if more money is more better. <laughs> More money, more problems, or more money, more better. Mm-hmm. Bigger number, better person. Yeah, that's that's the motto. <laughs> uh, um, in some kind of sad-ish news, uh, we probably aren't going to get much more Chris Hemsworth. Uh, yes, stuff. I saw this. Yeah, this is wild. It I is. also, I think he's taking this mm-hmm. way harder than I think I would take the same news. Yeah, I think it's. I mean. I definitely think it's getting pretty bad. I think it, he has a family member close that also has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So it, he's just like, I'm going to take every, every precaution I can. I mean, granted, the man's also been doing a lot of stuff. So I think it's fine. Take a break. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, but the way he's like, I need to reanalyze like what oh, kind yeah. of career I want to have. I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> Have a fun one. Yeah. Make the money. Let it, let it rip. Oh, perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. Both of us drinking. Wow. <laughs> yep. Sorry for the split second of silence, but yeah, no. no so. I, and as somebody who has Alzheimer's that runs in there in my family, yeah. like well. I've never once gotten the genetic. It, it seems probably expensive, so I'm not going to get the oh, genetic I'm sure test. It was. I'm just assuming that that's probably what's going to get me sometime around ninety. Oops. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's but, pretty far off. Yeah. Even if I was in my fifties, I'd be like, that's forty more years away. I'm not like. <laughs> Too worried about it. Uh, you might want to do that math again, but <laughs> the fifties aren't forty years away. No, no, no. If I get it in my nineties, oh, fifty is forty. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I think it's more likely that you'd get it younger than in your nineties, though. Is kind of what he's worried about. True. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So he's filming his uh, limitless Disney Plus documentary series, which looks pretty interesting. Uh, but they did a bunch of tests and he came back with a predisposition for uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, yeah. You know, I thought that was Alzheimer's. I did too for, for last time. a long time as a child. Yeah. And then, you know, you'd have a grandparent joke about having some timers or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah. So it's Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and some timers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's tough, though. Yo, have you seen the news coming out about Ezra Miller? No. What else is coming out? A lot of. Young men are coming out saying that oh, he no. Kevin Spacey them. Oh no! 
that that is one that my sister clued me in on that I have given no grains of research on. Ooh, so that allegedly. <laughs> so then allegedly is what I'm getting at. Allegedly they're being, having done bad things. I mean, allegedly we already know that he did bad shit. Yeah. But we don't know allegedly how bad things were allegedly. I'm looking it up don't right now. Don't sue us, please. <laughs> yes, a lots of allegedly's. Uh yeah. yeah. Uh, Ezra Miller um, allegedly harassed a minor brandishing a gun in front of him. Yep. I think we knew about that. Um, accused of grooming and ab- abusing a minor. Wow. Uh, grooming victim. That's not great. Accused of grooming and assaulting a 14-year-old. Yeah, he has... Uh, oh, that's real bad. A 14-year-old. Goddamn. There's a, cu- there's a couple articles uh, on there about that. So that one might be... Do your own research. Less allegedly now. Yeah. Still allegedly, though. Still allegedly, but do your own research, maybe. But slightly less allegedly. (laughs) Woof. Yeah. WB's got to... They got to drop that one. They got to drop that one. Who do you... Okay, fan cast, who are you going with as the Flash? Uh, The the one that I've heard recently was the guy in... uh, And which Flash are you calling in? I, I like the Barry Allen Flash. I feel like the Barry Allen Flash should be blonde. I agree with that. Uh, but I'd love a Wally West. Wally West is great. I have two different casts depending on whether or not you're going with Wally West or... Who you got? Because I'm terrible with actor names. I'm going to go Tom Holland for Wally West. Okay. Because I think he would be a great kid Flash. That Spider-Man and... I, would, I think I'd give him Bart Allen. Is that Impulse? Yeah. Because he's truly I, he, a child. He, yeah, he could go either way on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But... Wally and Bart both have that kind of spastic. Yeah, that like, that, that Tom energy. Holland yeah. energy. Like For them sure. and Spider Man are very similar. Yes, mentalities to me. Accurate. Um, I don't know who I would get to be Barry Allen though. Yeah. Um. The damn it! I hate that I've forgotten his name, but it's some actor I'm from racking. like 1912 or whatever. Oh, 1917. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, the guy who's in, the male lead in that. I think so. Yeah, he would yeah. he would make a good Barry Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name. Whoops, I think we talked about about it on a previous episode. So yeah. you tell us, <laughs> we'll find it maybe. And um, yeah, I feel like an older Jay Garrick would be kind of a sick cat. Oh, that'd like, be great. Um, who is? You can't pull the TV show Flash, the older TV show Flash, because they already did that in the TV, the new TV show Flash. What? I yeah, the words came out of my mouth, and I realized that they didn't make any sense. There was the, an older the like '90s TV one. Show. They used that guy who played Jay Garrick. Yeah, they okay. used him heavily as Jay Garrick in the new recent CW Flash TV series. I, and they've killed him and brought him back like five times. So I don't think you can bring him to the movies. You don't. You you almost. I would love somebody from Pierce Brosnan, Liam Neeson era. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 To like be a, it. But you just got Pierce, Pierce as uh, Dr. Fate, which yep. I think is an insanely good casting. Yeah, and Liam Neeson just can't stop pissing his pants. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, no. oh, I no, mean, buddy. he just doesn't give a shit. Look it up. There's I so many pictures. To. I don't want <laughs> There's to. so many pictures. He doesn't give but a shit. And if you're walking down the street at paparazzi, like he sees him, I think he just actively starts pissing his pants then. You he know what? Go for it, man. Up. Yeah. Um. You're but yeah, it's somebody of that era who's a ooh, Daniel Craig. I think he'd kill himself first. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet. But he, it'd do great. Yeah. I bet he would be so good oh, as Jake sure. Eric. Yeah. I can see it. I can definitely see it. Um, I I would also give it to someone taller and a little lankier, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I can't think of anyone that meets all of this criteria. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I'm picturing blonde actors who can do a decent American accent. Yes. And, yeah, I just think he'd be great for it. Um, let's see. Jumping into video game news? We can if we want to. Sure. Uh, let's take the five Doom, or ten minutes here. The Doom Eternal uh, OST drama has reared its head again recently, and that's probably the biggest bit of news. What is going on with that? Um, so Mick Gordon was the one that composed the Doom soundtrack previously. Mm-hmm. And Bethesda was like, hey, we want you to do Doom Eternal. 2018 Doom, right? Uh, yeah. It was 18, 2018 19, or 2016. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is 16. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Eternal was 18 or 20 or something. I think so. Yeah, I think it was 18, maybe 19. I don't know. But anyways, they came back and they're like, hey, we love working with you. Do this again. He's like, great. And then they were basically like terrible communication. Would not sign contracts with him. Wouldn't like do a bunch of things. And when it was coming down to the wire on certain things, they're like, oh, we don't like the song that you made here. Can you make another one? He's like, no. Yeah, we, we've had months and months yeah. to correct. I we've do remember so some much of time. this when it happened. So basically, uh, he... I think we covered this on like our 10th episode. We did. He he put out a statement, or like originally... Actually, Bethesda put out a statement first on Reddit claiming he was a bad guy to work with. Mm-hmm. He did a terrible job. And then which I think everybody we, in the community was yeah. like, no, he's not. The community was like, that doesn't make sense. But some people just read the headlines and said, oh, he's a bad guy, obviously. Mm-hmm. They then had him sign an NDA or were trying to get him signed in an NDA. I was going to say, he, had, he would have no benefit for signing yeah. that. No, and he, his, his requirements for signing were like, retract the previous statement because it's false. Blatantly, I have receipts. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we stand with him. It's like, that's dumb. So they were in litigation for three years. Finally, they've, I guess, finished Ruled that Ruled in up. his favor, I guess? No, they they didn't come to a ruling, I think. It was, sorry, not litigation Whoa. in that sense. It was more like private. Oh, they, they tried to settle it. Yeah. Uh, and so he put out a, I want to say 14, like. 14,000 word statements yeah, which got written. 14,000 word statement. That's a lot of pages. Yeah. And he's got all the receipts. I'm yeah. like, this dude's thorough. <laughs> That's like a 60 page novel. Yeah. Give or take. It's massive, but it's very thorough and very much like, unless Bethesda have some ace up their sleeve, the, his story looks pretty lock and key. Thorough. Thorough yeah. and, and correct. Uh, so everyone's coming back on his side, but it's also why you can't find the Doom Eternal soundtrack on Spotify, mm. which is annoying. Um, but apparently it also sounds like garbage because he's not the one that finished composing it or yeah whatever, or, it was mastered by somebody after he yeah. was working on it and it sounds like garbage which is sad oops but they also only gave they gave him like a week's notice beforehand or maybe a month's notice they're like hey we need you to do an ost well and and it's like what yeah and mick gordon is like one of the best of the best at oh my god does. yeah he's done so much stuff and he's worked with bethesda for a lot of these things mm-hmm. it's weird they like this is the hill we're gonna die and we're gonna burn this bridge we managed you poorly and it's your fault. This is they've backed themselves into a corner and they keep having to double down. Yeah. It's wild. And now they're now they're too far. They yeah. they've they've rushed Ukraine themselves. Yes, very much so. Because the that his statement came out and Bethesda as a whole were like, We're gonna stand with the guy who you're railing against, even if he's wrong. Mm-hmm. We're gonna stand with him just to show sol- show solidarity. It's yeah. Like, well which is maybe don't. Yeah, it's a wrong decision. Ugh. Anyways, um, so po- a new Pokemon came out, and a lot of people are not super thrilled about it. Yeah, Le- you know what? Actually, I want to amend that to a lot of people are super excited, but it's giving Cyberpunk twenty seven to seven vibes. It's giving what Game Freak have been doing the past couple Pokemon releases, which is putting out a game that's not finished yet. Have they done that one on a prior one too? The, the past couple ones, yeah, have really? had a lot of issues. They're, I haven't bought any of the newest they're ones. Coming to a head even more so here, but other ones have had issues, like they. Stop, they stopped doing all having all Pokemon available like historically. It was like a thousand something Pokemon, yeah. but they started limiting it. Last time, yeah, last time I have been playing these games, that's kind of been what's yeah. been going on anyway. So it's not like the craziest thing. Yeah, it's not the craziest thing, but it's like, why are you limiting it? You have a stronger hardware now and it can do more. Why? Because it's a switch over like a Nintendo uh, 3DS or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you should be able to handle this. You should be able to run this game at a reasonable frame rate. There's already a uh, mod for 60 FPS. <laughs> oh, really? Violet. And yeah. people are like, I guess. Because it runs at 20 FPS. If you, There was one clip I saw where a guy moved a little bit farther away from a uh, windmill, mm-hmm. and it just went slideshow mode. Oh, and no. It was like, oh, my God, guys, come on. I mean, truly one of the problems, I think, get, a lot of these legacy developers yeah. used to do such insanely good work on oh, yeah. such limited hardware. And I think there's a real big issue with young developers. Mm. And I don't want to shit on all developers, but I, it's a trend I'm seeing yeah. where there's this expectation of the new technology to be able to compensate mm. 
for the art form that is programming. Like, think about Shadow of the Colossus that came out oh, on the God, PS2. Yeah. And we've got Battlefield 2042. Like, there's such an <laughs> emphasis on graphics over yeah. smooth running. Of quality. I think a lot of people would not give a shit if you released a game in 1040 or 1080 yeah. instead of 4K. If it Just ran make sure smooth. it works. Yeah, if yeah. it ran 100% smooth. Instead, people are more concerned about shading polygons and making it look perfect. Yeah. And they're like, gameplay comes second. And gameplay's never come second until the past probably 10 years. Yeah. It's it's people looking at it's looking at the cover and not reading the book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Back but, to Danny Moda's I Miss Edgy Games of the two, uh, mid-2000s. Yep. Like, fact. He's they, got a point. They all ran well. <laughs> um. Yeah, apparently Game Freak has two development teams, one that does Pokemon and one that does whatever like passion project game they want to oh, do. Oh, yeah. And they just switch off every year or so. That's not a good idea. No, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> so one team's working on something and like they do a bunch of updates and then they're like, all right, cool, your turn. You have to learn all this again and add on. It's like, what? So are you going to get a Switch? Maybe. <laughs> the I, I don't think they're going to release a Switch Pro ever. They gotta. They need I, to. I think there will be a they second generation Switch. Yeah. It'll be a Switch Two, and it's just gonna be like not Switch Two Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, and that's the only difference is it, they just tattooed or tattooed engraved that on the back. Which will kind. I guarantee you, it will be kind of a pro yeah. in the way that it's like we have a new cartridge size, and oh, we, we've just don't. we've just actually just moved straight to micro SDs or something. Oh God. And, but we also have a extra panel for your switch games like yeah i think that is they're so far away to me from coming out with a pro model i know there was so much hype at one and point in time that they were going to and they it was know. the oled though yeah like, I know. everything that everybody was seeing w- turned out to be the oled yeah which i just went and held one at the store and it's so not like <laughs> it's not just, worth the upcharge because no. i i'm a guy who uses the switch only on the tv yeah, that's what I would do, too. <laughs> it's like, why do I give a shit about the monitor? Because yeah. there's no real performance upgrades in it. Yeah. And they don't fix the controller drift. Which is so weird. Fix that. That should be an easy fix. Mm-hmm. Shout out to GameStop, by the way. Uh, I went and got a new PS4 controller before Ragnarok came out. Mm-hmm. Got a War Ragnarok. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah. Our policy, if you buy the little insurance thing, you can bring it in for any issues, and we'll switch it out. Give you a new one. You'll be good to go. I was like, hell yeah. And you needed it? I did need it. The one, the PS4 controller I had, had uh, some drift starting up. I turned, I tried to play God of War uh, 2018. I booted it up and it just started spinning. I was like, I'm going to be sick. (laughs) (laughs) It looks beautiful, but I'm going to throw up. (laughs) I, dude, I have had the same Xbox controller that came with my Xbox One. Yep. In like 2011 or whenever Same. the hell those things came out, and that thing has no controller drift. No, it's trucking. It, yeah, it's, it's great. Trucking, like when people, because I see people comment and they're like, "Yeah, controller drift is a win, not if." I'm like, "Then when?" Yeah, like I'm knock on wood, but I will say the Microsoft like Xbox things have been very good. Mm-hmm. I have not had any drift. Yeah, there. people are like griping like the new Xbox controllers have not made any forward progress. I'm like, why would you? They don't have to. Yeah, I was, I, why would you innovate things that aren't broken? Yeah, hell, there's a company that's making the Xbox 360 controller again. Which is kind of sick, because the, three, si- sick. the 360 controller, I think, actually fit a little bit better in my hands. Mm-hmm. I like the switches and the... Th- um, the D-pad? The thumbstick. Okay, yeah. Um, people the, were saying they hated the D-pad. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I didn't like the old D-pad. The yeah. be, actually the single best Xbox controller that's ever come out was the is the Elite one that cost two hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, where you can like modify things. Yeah. yeah, like even if you just set up that controller like a regular controller, it has a much crisper feel to mm-hmm. every aspect of it. And the D-pad on it, it's actually really cool because you could spin it, Ooh. and it comes to a raised D-pad. Or no, no no sorry the newer one actually just switches you. It's got a magnetic face on it and you can either get like something that is just flat and it can kind of rotate in different directions right or you can get one that's a cross that very cool insets a little bit better i like it yeah Picasso. Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> uh well you want to get to the movie 
I think we get to the movie. And movie I think time. we save this for doing another episode this week. Yeah. We'll backlog one. We'll finally <laughs> backlog something. Oh, man. Well, so yeah, today we uh, we were looking at what's out, what's out there. And we're like, oh, we can go see Glass Onion. No, we can't. It's only available in one place, and we don't want to go there. Yeah. yeah at it, a bad time as well. It, yeah. It, that is honestly what got us on this one is we were planning on going to see Glass Onion yesterday. Yeah. I pushed us to today. I think we would have run into the same issue yesterday. Absolutely. Because the theater that was recommended to go watch it did not show it. No. Um, and then we were like, oh, well, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, that's almost three hours? Yeah, long, yeah. Just kidding. I, I'm probably going to try and see that at some point this week. Yeah, I'll try to as well. But uh, that one's going to be tough. I'm going to see if we can't get a screener for that one, potentially. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I doubt we will. Yeah. It is... How do screeners work? Usually they come out before the movie's released, right? They Depending on the industry that you're in. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, there's people that get screeners while they're in theaters. If they plan, like, Netflix mm-hmm. would get a screener of it to guarantee that somebody making the decisions about whether or not they want to put it on their streaming website. But right. That obviously, matters lo- not to get too specific about where we're getting these from. Right. Um, yes. Because, that makes sense. yeah. Okay. Certain industries need them a little bit late. Yeah. Don't, don't care about don't getting need it. them immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we watched one on a, on a screener today. Yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. It was spooky. Right. It was spooky. Actually, really enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. Um, this was, spo- we were supposed to catch this for the tail end of Halloween. We sure were. Uh, so we're three weeks late on it. Hey, the spookiest time of the year. Mm-hmm. Holiday season. <laughs> Holiday shopping. <laughs> Actually, I can't wait for the um, the horror Santa movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Krampus is an old one. But yeah. what's the, is the one where Santa like fights people? It's mm-hmm. David Harbour. Is Santa? that? Yeah, I think that's the one coming out. Yeah, There's yeah. another one that came out last year, too. Oh. With a similar theme. And then... Oh, we've also still got Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey coming. Oh out. yeah, yay! That company's making another children's horror spinoff. I love it. I don't remember what it was. I'll see if I can find that and tell you. But me and my dad were talking about it at the holidays because I was like, you know, I've been yeah. bitching about all these people rebooting IPs. Oh, there's a Bambi one. Oh, uh, that, there you go. That's the one that you're that's thinking. Probably of. it. Yeah, yep. uh, Bambi goes on a killing spree of hunters God. after his mother's killed. And I'm like, if this is how people reboot IPs, I'm actually in. Yeah, like, take it in that's such a fun. A, instead of making a remake, take it in such a far different direction yeah. that it's like Rick and Mortying itself. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just off the, it's off the path. Exactly. But so this movie we watched today was Smile. Um, it did not have me smiling. No, it had us. It was very out. good, but it was not smiling. <laughs> yeah, I like it was functionally a pretty good movie and. Yeah. A lot of modern horror is falling flat on its face, so I was kind of excited that this felt like it was pretty coherent. Yeah, it definitely had felt very similar to another horror movie we've done recently. Yes, it Just follows the premise. Yeah, yeah, it follows. Because um, you come to find out, uh, you know, it's it follows on, yeah. and it's passed on. Yeah, not through sex this time though. But yeah. through murder. Through or suicide. trauma, yeah. Sueys. <laughs> Just catching Sueys left and right. Oof. Uh, yeah, so, spoiler-free review. The visuals on this are pretty good. You can tell that, it, you know, it's horror. It's a little bit lower budget than what a lot of stuff typically is. Um, the writing's good, I think. There are things that I we both like while watching it. We're both making jokes about what the main character said. Yeah, but I'm not positive that they're writing issues so much as they're like. Do you, Do you think that's would they fall into writing issues for you, or is it like I wouldn't do what that character did? I think it's uh poor, poorly handled character things, maybe motives. Yeah, like but but I don't think which it's, I guess would be a little writer. Yeah, I won't put all the blame on them. Yeah, exactly. But I and yeah. I think part of it, I think what happens in that writer's room is you get to these scenes where it's like, if we make her say what she should probably say, the movie's over. Exactly. <laughs> this is exactly right. Yeah. And so you have to, you, some of the commentary she gives gets dumbed down for the sake of the story continuing. They I think. they did a little CW 
Supernatural or The Flash or any Anything of those TV CW. shows where it's like, I have a secret, but I can't tell, tell you. you. Yeah. And then she tells someone, but she tells someone in the worst way and it makes it worse. It's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I've proven my point. I can't tell anyone my secret. Yep. Let me let me make it so that I have to reinforce the fact that I can't tell anybody. Exactly. Uh, it was great to see A-Train in it. <laughs> yes. And actually, good character. Like, yeah. Um, a reasonable character. He disappears midway through, but yeah, yeah, that's a little odd that he never comes back. I maybe want to look up when they were filming this. It might have. Like, I think it might have been a boys' overlap. Yeah, be like, ah, oh, they got you for a good bit of it, and mm-hmm. then he had to peace out. Yeah, but that was surprising. The I was gonna say the number of actors I recognized. It's just A Train and uh, Cal Penn. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the number of actors I recognized. At least two. Which, actually, considering the way that these kind of one-off horror movies go, yeah, it's two more than I kind of would have expected. That's very fair. Yeah. I wonder who, wonder who they owed uh, favors to. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> who, uh, or you, what did you think about this? Spoiler free. I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely there were some things where I'm like, say different things or act it slightly differently. Mm-hmm. You can probably find a better way out of this. Um. I wish it hadn't ended the way it did. Yeah, I. But, the ending wasn't insulting, but it was not the way I. I think either of us would have thought to wrap. Yeah, it. agreed. Um, but it was good. It got me with a lot of jump scares. I did call a few things, but that doesn't really make it a bad movie. It just means there are some tropey or more predictable aspects. Which I think. Which I think fine. any good horror movie has ten percent tropes. Yeah. Because You're going to recognize it. If, well, and if you subvert expectations on every single item. Yeah. Then it's, it's not going to work properly. Exactly. But if you have like two tropes and people go, all right, he's going to open the door and then nothing's inside the door. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, it's going to be behind the door when she closes it. And then it's not there. And you've already had two other trope things. Like you've ramped yourself up. Yeah. You've for been something. edged. Yeah. That suddenly <laughs> becomes incredible writing where it's yeah. like, oh, they subverted. Um. Yeah. Yeah. the The sister with the car was probably the best jump scare that they had. Oh, dude that that was probably the most horrifying. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That that one or the slow creep of the um. We're into not spoiler territory now, but the slow oh, yeah. creep of the uh the bedroom one. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's sleeping, the body yeah, yeah. standing in the uh, bathroom <sighs> door. That was tough. It was tough. It was that was one of those like close the door. Mm-hmm. You know that there's a thing coming after you, or you think there is. Why would you have any open doors? I there yeah, and it's this, worse if the door starts opening, but then you have a, a heads up mm-hmm. that the door's opening. This movie did a really really good job, I think. At there are multiple instances where things play out in her mind, and then she comes to yeah, and that's not what's exactly happened. And that's a really hard thing to pull off. I wouldn't yeah. say they did 100%, but they did really good. They did a good job of, of making you think, oh, we're in the real world again. Oh, no, now we're not. We're yeah. in, or, and yeah. you don't get – and it works for this movie because, like, if you do a flashback, you want to know you're in a flashback. Yeah. Or or if you're, you know, characters poisoned or something, you want to see fuzzies around the edge of the screen right. so you feel it. But, like, this does a really good job of, like, this could actually be happening right, right. up until you realize that that's not what actually happened. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some aspects where I'm like, this seems a little out of character. Just mm-hmm. like, you've gone to an extreme that I didn't think you were at that point of yet, but maybe you are. And I when just she goes back to the up. hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even then, there were starting to be signs of like, this doesn't seem fully real. Mm-hmm. Actually, the one that was like, this this is obviously in her head, was leaving, the, uh, leaving her mom's house the first time. Oh, you thought so? Yeah. Just... The way when we were like, we know this is in the end. There's 20 more minutes yes, left. Yes, 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 It was that aspect. And then also just the music and how bright it was as she was leaving felt too triumphant. Yes. For not that big of a thing having happened. I kind of thought, yeah, no. They, and the bummer to that, I think, is they had this opportunity to yeah. make you really felt like she beat it. Oh, yeah. If they had drummed up the fight in there a little bit greater. Oh, for sure. And, I, and made me believe that she actually fought and beat this monster. 
and then flipped it on its head. Yeah, it would have worked really well then. Yeah, like, um, it would have been that the the higher the height, the uh, further the fall. Yes, uh, I'm trying. Sorry, to, I'm leaving you out there hanging while you're checking, googling something. There was a I don't remember the movie, but there's but, some movie from a while back where a girl gets cursed by some hag, and uh, uh, she beats it. Drag me end. to hell. Drag me to hell. Yes. She thinks she's beat it, and the very end, she gets dragged to hell at the train station or whatever. Yes. And it's like, oh, oh, no, we didn't beat it. Oh, mm-hmm. God. <laughs> if they'd done something like that, I think it would have been very, would have been more fitting in a sense. I'm trying to remember if Drag Me to Hell or if there, there's one other one that came out around the scent, The Fly. One of those is horrible, and the other one is really, really good. The Fly with Jeff Goldblum Fly? No, 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 no. Oh. Let, let me see if I can't find this one. Okay. Uh, but there's one horror movie from that era where I was watching it yeah. because somebody told me this commentary. Um, they were like, yeah, it like ends so abruptly. That's that definitely drag th- me to hell. Is it drag me to hell? Yeah, it ends incredibly abruptly. She's at the train station with her uh, boyfriend, who's also walrus boy, uh, tusk boy, um. Um, or dodgeball boy. Uh, she's at the train station and then they realize, oh, we didn't get the thing to the right person or we didn't, we almost did it, but some mix up prevented us from completing all the tasks we needed to. And the ground literally opens up below her and she gets dragged to hell and she's like, what? Help me, help me. And then it ends. <laughs> yep. Probably this then where somebody told me that yeah, it ends so abruptly that I thought that the DVD skipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Justin Long, who so you're looking for. Justin Long, thank you. Yep, 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 yep. Dodgeball, Tusk, uh, accepted, handful of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, th- this this better than Drag Me to Hell, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're getting at. Well, I I think if they'd done that ending for this movie, it would have worked really well, because the ending they gave us, I wasn't super big on. It's the movie's about trauma. Uh, she's a therapist who's helping people. Because she yeah, has... I was. About, uh, that's what I was actually about to look up. Was yeah. the uh, movie itself to read the synopsis? Right. Yeah, she's she's a therapist who has trauma from watching her mom die from an overdose when she was younger. She feels mm-hmm. like she had she was responsible for it. So now she's helping people to make sure that they don't have those similar inclinations, uh, atoning for the sin, I guess. Um. But then she was witnesses a terrible event, suicide, uh, and then she's getting haunted. Yeah, so she, and what I think is a great lead-in for the haunting is that somebody comes to her and is describing the haunting. Yes. And then suddenly has a demeanor change and kills herself right yeah. in front of her. And then she starts seeing the same things. Like, Great, 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 especially in a movie about trauma. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because you have this, mo- like, there is a pretty long, it, we were, what, probably an hour in when I looked over at you and was like, do we think it's real or do we think it's in our head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, they kept, like, is it real or is it people are the monsters? Yeah. Is what you're saying, yeah. And it, it turned, turned out to be real. <laughs> it turned out to be real, yeah, which was great. Yeah. But if you can keep me guessing on that, where I don't, it's, the first Alien movie, where you never yeah. actually see the monster until the very last ten minutes. Yep. Um, keep me guessing on what's actually going on, and I won't be able to figure out what's trope and what's just going on. Right. Yeah. No. I. I guess my my issue with the ending was I, for a movie about trauma, in the year of our Lord, whenever it came out, it came out this year, so twenty twenty two. Yes. I figured it would probably have a more upbeat like. Trauma and actually triumphant win. Yeah, trauma is how you get over trauma by doing X, Y, and Z, by talking about things, by you know accepting things that have happened and moving past them. And then she, they tried to do that, and then they're like, ah, just kidding. Yeah. Get fucked. The, the last 15 minutes, you said this, uh, that they kind of wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah. And it very much had a bit of that feeling. Yeah. They, they established the two rules for getting rid of the thing were – you commit suicide and pass it on, or you murder someone and pass it on that way. You give someone else trauma. Uh, I was hoping they'd find a way to be like, oh, 
you can clear your trauma or you can reduce your trauma and it'll mm-hmm. lessen its power or something. Uh, but they didn't. They said, oop, you've been consumed. You are now the trauma. And uh, it's, it's, it's tough. Yep. It was not, not what I was talking about. It wasn't the, the feel-good win that nope. we needed. <laughs> no. It really leaned into let's be dark. Yep. Um, yeah, the... It's weird, weird relationships as well throughout the movie. Yeah, you have her sister, who's just who's a bitch. Horrible. Yeah, doesn't look anything like her either. No, <laughs> although the one thing you do get, it, she's got dark brown eyebrows, which yeah. means she's probably dying. She's dying her hair. That's like, fine. Face so structure still bit. doesn't match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, her sister's a bitch. Her sister's husband sucks. Yeah. Uh. Her boyfriend is just trying to do what he thinks is best for her, but he's a little too milk toast, I guess. Yeah, to help he, out with anything, he's just too bland. He's a very one-dimensional character. Yeah, and they really they try to they try to show don't tell. Yeah, that he's like a fair weather yeah. relationship participant, and then they just blurt it out midway through. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, we haven't hit you over the head with this enough, so let's just. Have her the main character yell it at you? Yeah. And then you have a therapist who also seemed kind of judgmental, more mm-hmm. so than a therapist should be. Though we do get one or two moments where the therapist is the monster. Yes. So that's correct. Yeah. But whoops. <laughs> and then you just had uh, Cal Penn being the best boss out there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the most supportive workplace. Yeah. You're like, hey, you went through some traumatic. And we noticed you've been working too much. Take some time off, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. If only. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so, what else you got on this one? That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to do something better with the trauma. Yeah, I would like to see the ending either be her being triumphant or... Just living with... Oh, I, I liked your other... Uh, alternate ending. Alternate ending, yeah. Yeah. There's an opportunity where the main character's ex, who's a cop, is helping her at the very end. Mm. And he has the chance. Like, there's like a full minute oh my of God, watching yeah. her, him staring at her with matches. After you clearly see her douse herself in oil. Gasoline, yeah. Where'd she get that? No idea. Um, And you have this opportunity for him to stop it. Yeah. And Tackler, fucking put out any flames he sits there and watches it instead yep i like and i was just like q if he had stopped it and it ends with the demon inside of her and her in a restraining jacket a straight jacket in a restraining room because she's a danger to herself yeah. and then you pan away from the smiling her and the her that's outside of her body now because this thing's in it yeah is looking at her and like I didn't have to win. I just didn't have to lose. Mm-hmm. Or I just had to not lose. Yeah. Would have been such a more triumphant win. Absolutely. It still would not have been her dealing with her trauma, but it would have at least like yeah. been triumphant. It's it's a it living with it situation mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know. Uh, dying with it. Killing. Yeah. Killing yourself. Oops. Um, yeah. So, I yeah, I think they wrote themselves into a corner. If they were a little bit more creative, they could have come up yeah. with some cool endings without really having to change too much. Yeah. Um, but you lose a train halfway through. There's a little <laughs> bit of some plot dynamics that it's little things like that. Yeah. But they do a really good job of like, like the cat. They telegraph that the cat's yep. gone, and then they bring the cat back in a very very horrifying manner. Yes, in a terrible way. Yeah, and it's. It, it feels earned. Yeah, it definitely feels earned. Uh, as soon as you get to that scene, you're like, okay, something bad is about to happen. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think the better working title for this movie is if people could communicate better, you wouldn't have a dead cat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, it's, I like it. <laughs> Picasso. Oh, man. Uh, What'd you rate it? I'm going to give it a 73 out of 100. I think that's very fair. Yeah. I, was, I was debating 70, 75. Mm-hmm. So we could just 
make it even 73. 73. Let's do it. Make it easy on the uh, the Excel spreadsheet. Um, so I, I think upcoming, we're definitely going to try and talk tackle Wakanda forever. Yeah. Um, we'll try to get Glass Onion as well when we can. Yeah, I actually have not watched any new episodes of Chainsaw Man or any new episodes of anything for that matter because of the holiday. So I have not done... Uh, last time we recorded, I talked about trying to do some shorts. Yep. And so we just haven't even had time to even attempt those. Yeah, and I've just playing, been playing God of War Ragnarok. I'm only halfway through. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do... Oh, started 1899. Mm-hmm. And if I finish that and the end of it's not totally insulting... Okay. Um, might do a short little synopsis on it. Cool. You know, I'm four episodes in. I don't know what's going on, so oh. I'm not quite like in a spot where I'm like, let's talk That's about tough. it and drive people towards it, unless it turns out to actually be decent. Right. We'll, uh, we'll check Andor as well. Yep, Andor's coming up. That one might be a Patreon exclusive entirely. Fair. Um, just because that one's got so much hype around it. Um, Everyone says it's really good, and I don't know if I'm ready to be burned yet. Yep. <laughs> so I think that covers all the news for us and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Took me a second to find the mouse.